Happy April Fools, everyone. It is a very overlooked holiday, so that's why I'd like to stop and give it its recognition it should have, because I'd like to think this day was dedicated to us. We are the hopeless fools. We are the ones getting played or pranked. But doesn't that mean someone cares about us enough to prank us? Maybe not. But I like to think about it that way. So this is our day. Thank you, April 1st, April Fools. Love it. It also is the beginning of April, which is personally my favorite month for many reasons. It's the beginning of spring. And I know it's not the official beginning of spring, but it feels like it. You know, for my Boston friends, you're like, yeah, it's going to get sunny in a few weeks. Hang in there. And for my West Coast people, we can go to the beach. Again, without a sweater. So isn't that great? It is April, my friends. And we're feeling good. This post is most definitely dedicated to new beginnings. Absolutely. And since I am about... Since I'm about eight hours from boarding a plane to go to get some tropical sun, um, I thought it was fitting to bid a nice little adios, farewell, sayonara to my past self and my past life because things are changing significantly for me. Change is never easy, but sometimes it's the most exciting and exhilarating moments. And that's what I'm looking forward to. So this is a nice little, I guess, conclusion to the turmoil that I've been in the past month. I've definitely learned a lot. I've been writing a lot. I've been understanding my feelings. Um... And just being able to put it out on the blog and podcast has been helping me a lot. So really, I say thank you for listening because this is my own bullshit. I I listen to it because it's me. But I'm glad you're liking my crazy journey of seeing me lose my absolute mind. So, thanks. It definitely is a big farewell to my old relationship as well. And while it's, you know, not the end of everything, it's not the end of that story or my story, I think it honors what I went through and what we went through. So without further ado, on that 808 and heartbreak shit, I think the most challenging truth about young relationships is this. You likely do not have the ability to support each other properly. Transitioning into adulthood is hard on its own because the individual aspect of life creeps in, and that can throw you into a really lonely place. Then add on top of that, 
We have no idea what the fuck we're doing. I was able to understand how much care and dedication I can give to someone in a relationship. And when I had what seemed like all the time in the world during quarantine, it was difficult to find comfort in being alone while he was a five minute walk away. We can keep relationships at an arm's length to stay focused on personal growth at this age. But once they look at you in that particular way, it's over. We all want someone to look at us with those eyes. Because of the intense bond I had with him, the comfort of being in his arms felt like I could handle and take on anything. I could always find peace by the end of the day by simply being with him. This stayed true throughout our relationship's ups and downs because of our understanding of each other. He would tell me, no matter what is going on, if you need me, call me. I will always answer because I care. I saw this as a safety net because what if things got really bad? What if my life had gotten to the point of such grief that I could no longer hold on and I didn't have him by my side? Well, I made it there. But the worst part was I had him right in front of me and I still couldn't use him as support because the betrayal in his eyes only reminded me that he didn't genuinely care for me. He couldn't care for me anymore. The one person, the absolute one person I wanted to cry my pain away in the arms of abandoned me for the thrill of someone else. So I had to figure out how to do it alone. And once I hit that threshold, my life forever changed. Starting this blog gave me a wildly new perspective on love and relationships because I learned that true love is loving yourself first. The person standing right in front of you is not there to try and heal your wounds, but love your scars. Because then the wound won't open back up when they're gone. As much as I had thought I could balance my personal time with romantic care, I quickly realized why people say, if you don't love yourself, you can't properly love someone else. So does that mean all my young relationships are doomed? My scars are deep and still need a lot of time to heal. But at least now, and by taking the time to reflect on my past, I can learn from these scars and downfalls. So the next one can accept me for everything I am. Boston became my home, and I can credit a lot of that to him. I finally felt like I had found my place, and having a boy particularly well-equipped with the East Coast made that transition much easier. It wasn't even that all of the places we had been together reminded me of him, but college in general, all those nights out, every song played, had the memory of our, of our love connected to it. That's why I had to leave, because I would always find myself back in his arms to console me from the pain of these lost memories. From the moment I hit BU, I had him by my side, and I felt indestructible. I had carried so much sadness and fear in my heart my whole life up until this point. Having this incredible fairy tale lingering made me feel like I could genuinely be happy and safe for once in my life. And this time, maybe I could stay happy. I thought my life felt full because of him, which was possibly the biggest mistake I have ever made. He most certainly brought a lot of joy to my life at that point, but I know now 
I was the one who made myself happy. I had finally created the life I wanted to see for myself, and he was merely a part of it. Whether or not we were good for each other doesn't matter at this point. I've thought about our relationship's timing a lot because I genuinely believed he was someone I could share the rest of my life with. I was realistic, and I knew we wouldn't last until the end. But I did see how he was truly my best friend and my person, and that is who I wanted to see myself end up with. The universe, though. Ah, the wonderful universe. Brings certain people in and out of your life for specific reasons. I learned how to love myself, and I experienced so many exhilarating moments with him. We both made our mistakes, and we both grew as people. I am very grateful for my time with him, and I know the moment I can forgive myself and him for how it ended. I will be on the next chapter of my life. But the universe is telling me that he no longer serves a role in my life, and it's about time for me to accept that. Ultimately, we choose the people we want to be with, and we decide what we want to put up with to get their good parts and those memories. Sometimes we may be blind to the pain they have caused us, which is a common experience for us hopeless fools out there. But what if I just change the narrative a little bit? and remind you and myself that this means we see the best in people. We strive to see the best in people and give them our unconditional love, even if they don't necessarily deserve it. Now, this is generally seen with a negative connotation like it's toxic or fosters unhealthy patterns. And I will not argue that it does happen in some circumstances. Others will take advantage of this kindness so much that it can have a detrimental impact on one's well-being. But in other cases, where you end up down in the dumps for a few months to pick yourself back up, I don't necessarily see much harm in giving a part of yourself to others. In the circumstances of the boys who damaged my heart a bit, I had incredibly happy times and a lot of lessons learned, so I would not change a thing. My heart may have been broken, but that only leaves me with more strength to patch it back up and allow new love into my life. I can do my best to accept this loss and let go of the bitterness of the situation to find love for myself and heal my own wounds. We had become the best, happiest versions of ourselves when we were together, that our light shined so bright it quickly burnt out. We wanted to stay in our fantasy world because that's exactly what we created within each other, a fantasy. When reality finally hit, it was up to one of us to break the chain. It was hard to let go because our world was so full of joy that the other side seemed very dark. A life without him seemed like an impossible tragedy to handle. Yet moments without him had happened so many times already that I was forced to find my own life again. That chain finally broke with one big mistake. And the only way to move forward was to wake up from our dream. To understand we no longer brought out the best in each other and that we had become an escape from reality through our sense of comfort. It was a real addiction that relied on the contempt of having love right by our side. 
which created only a temporary fix for our wounds. It was that morning. I woke up to a large pile of luggage and personal belongings, ready to move out, that we both realized it was time to get back to reality and take our steps forward, alone. Because as much as I lay here right now, longing to find comfort in his embrace, I know our dream had turned into a nightmare. And I need space for my own dreams now. The end of this fairy tale, at least. Heartbreak is weird as fuck. If for anyone who is listening, who has gone through it, you know. Like, when it's, like, true heartbreak, you were so infatuated and in love with this person and you didn't want it to end, it sucks so much. Um, I tried for a long time to, like, deny the fact that I was going to go through, like, the typical stages of grief. Um, but as you have probably seen, I am going through them. You have seen me mad. You have seen me bargaining. Maybe you haven't seen me bargaining, but I did that. And I think now I'm at the sad phase. And from here, it's supposed to be acceptance. So we're doing good. Thank you. Um, Especially when it's your first love it's tough because it really seems like there's no one who's gonna live up to this person that you've been with for however long um I remember the breakup of my first love and I was just nothing felt like good enough nothing felt like it could fill that void friends family all of that. And that puts a lot of guilt on. And it did for me because I felt like there was something wrong with me for not just like being over it, being over it and seeing that there's so much other love surrounding me that I'll be okay. But it's way more complicated than that. That's what I'm learning. And for anyone who is struggling right now, going through a breakup you know you can't be with them you know it's not right but you can't let it go um I recommend reading this book it's called exaholics it's hilarious it's not it's not like a funny book but it's funny because it's literally like saying that we are addicted to this person which is true it happens especially if you're someone who feels very deeply um it puts a lot of things into perspective and, and explains a lot of reasons why you may be feeling that way, why you may be feeling like you have to go back um, and kind of guides you through the, I guess, like thought process that you should be going through to help you get out of these toxic situations. Um, yeah, so... I can link it somewhere, or if you want it, you can text me, put my number somewhere, I guess. Um, it's it, it was really helpful for me uh, because I felt like 
I couldn't get out. I was just like, I want to be with this person so much. I'm never going to let go. But I did. Yay. We're there. Um, and I say toxic relationships because it's how we describe them. Um, it makes it sound really bad. It makes it sound like it was like a horrible, terrible experience. And there were parts of it that was that felt horrible and terrible. Um, and, you know, it like on the don't hurt yourself post, you probably saw that I was just like really angry with how I was treated, kind of making him seem like the bad guy. But I can let it go and take our relationship for the incredible memories it was and realize that our relationship ended a lot sooner than I let it go. So trying to keep a good mindset, this book helps. Anyway, I want to touch on him because he definitely looks like probably the bad guy. Um, and he does because it's coming from my perspective. This is my side of the story. I'm the one who was wronged. So of course I'm going to be upset. But that's the point of me trying to understand my feelings and understand what happened, understand how that made me feel, try and understand maybe his side of it. Um, And I did for a really long time to understand his side. And that's why I let a lot of things that maybe I shouldn't have go. Because I saw, you know, maybe it wasn't coming with like it wasn't coming from bad intentions. He is his own person. Um, he has incredible parts to him. He's very smart. He is very driven. But everyone has... Oh, that's Theo. Hey, buddy. Um, everyone has their, you know, strengths and everyone has their flaws and unfortunately I was the one who was wronged by his flaws and I'm not trying to say that I'm upset that he had them because that's the point you want to accept them and their flaws that's what I was trying to do for a really long time and right now I'm at the point of accepting his flaws but I also have to accept that I'm not a part of it anymore This person was so important to me for a while, for a good long time, it felt like. And wow, my dad sneezes really loud. (laughs) Um, So I, you know, it's not our life anymore and that's okay i can you know hold him accountable for his actions but i don't have to put him out to be this mean-spirited person because i don't believe that um but that's why i just wanted to clarify this because I don't want to put a bad look on him because I loved him 
and I cared about him for a really long time. And I wouldn't have loved someone who is like a murderer. I hope he's not a murderer. I don't think he is. So yeah. Everything works out in the end. Your heart will repair. It will grow. You just got to put in the work. Um, And to me, that work is just feeling my feelings. And that's what I'm trying to do here. I am equally as excited and scared and overwhelmed, optimistic, everything about what I have moving forward. Because I love people very dearly, but right now the main focus is on me and that puts me in kind of a lonely place. I'm going to Costa Rica all by myself. I do not know one person down there right now. So we're just starting a new chapter. And I think this chapter is going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned. Um, For those of you listening who follow me, I'm so sorry. There's going to be a ridiculous spam of me just loving my life in a bikini. Because that's what makes me feel good about myself. And I'm really trying to do that right now. I'm trying to love myself. So please don't hate. We're going to be dancing we're gonna be doing work tanning exploring all the good stuff and there's a part of me that wants to share it online because i'm doing it alone and don't we all want to share our moments with important people exactly so bear with me on that one i hope you stay along because i am really excited for what i'm gonna learn there I have no idea what the fuck that is besides like, you know, like typical school stuff that I already have going on. I'm excited to live and that's the best way to put it. So thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.